up, Daddy Gang? It is your founding father, Alex Cooper, with Call Her Daddy. Hi, Daddy Gang. It is Alex. It's me. Hi. Welcome back to another mini episode of Call Her Daddy. I'm going to tell you guys where I am right now and what's going on just so that you guys understand my headspace before I record this episode. I am currently sitting in my office at home and I'm sitting in the pitch black. It's like eight o'clock at night. I'm staring out the window. Can't really see much because it's pretty dark. And I figured I'm going to take an edible. My boyfriend has about 15 of his guy friends at our house right now. They're having a poker night. All of them were like, Alex, come on, stay down here with us, like play poker. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to go take an edible. I'm going to watch a shit ton of TV. I'm going to lay with my dogs and I'm just going to be high as fuck and relax while you guys get drunk and play poker. I don't even know how to play poker. I don't really have an interest in playing poker, but you know, to each their own. And as I was laying there, I'm waiting for the show that I'm watching to come on TV. And I have like, you know, 40 minutes and I figured I want to talk to the daddy yang. I'm going to go use my time at eight o'clock at night and I'm just going to start talking into this microphone. Why are the lights not on? You know, sometimes it's better when the lights are off. Metaphorically speaking, even, you know what I mean? It's like I envision life is better sometimes when you're just tuned out, when you're not really there. And that's what's going to slowly progress. I'm assuming I'm going to get kind of progressively more high throughout this recording. So, you know, this is a judgment-free zone. I am unwell. You are unwell. We are all unwell today. This episode of Call Her Daddy is presented by David's Bridal. Size doesn't matter, fit does. Get the most perfectly fitting bridal gowns, bridesmaids, and prom dresses at David's Bridal. From sculpting satins to power mesh to booty ruching, David's designer gowns and dresses are known for five-star fit. Use code Daddy for 15% off all purchases during the month of March. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Who doesn't wish they had more time? You know, but the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it, Daddy Gang? Okay, if I had an extra hour a day, I would uh, probably spend more time with my dogs. Um, I probably should go on a walk, maybe do a workout. No. Okay. It's good to sit down and think about what's important and make it a priority. And therapy can help you figure that out. A therapist can work with you to define your values and understand your priorities so that you know what things you can spend your time on that will actually really fulfill you. Otherwise, you're just going to be wishing for more time. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp offers convenient, affordable online therapy that comes to you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with an online therapist that is licensed and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn how to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash daddy today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash daddy. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Visible. Visible. 
Have you ever found yourself in a situation where things just aren't what they seem? Like, I don't know, a wireless company with hidden fees? Well, here's one company that's keeping it real, Daddy Gang. Are you ready? Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Visible gives you one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan for additional terms and network management practices. See Visible.com. So I'm going to do a little questions of the week. And as I have been getting a little bit more high, the thought of doing questions like doing my intro that I usually do for questions of the week it's giving me like a little like you know when you get high and you see everything outside of your body like I'm looking at myself and I'm like "Ooh, girl just don't do it because I feel like I'm gonna do it really bad right now because like I'm pretty chill and I don't do it I go do the little thing I like to go (laughs) you know what I mean questions yeah Anyways, let's answer some questions because I miss you guys and I feel like we haven't just like hung out for a second and talked the talk. So, oh my God, we're getting right into it. Someone wrote, how do I cope with being cheated on? I mean, I could do a whole fucking episode on this. That's like, you know, I think back to when I got cheated on, I remember feeling so embarrassed and it's interesting because like I almost would put embarrassed over hurt and I think that's probably different like I feel like the emotion that everyone feels when they get cheated on it's probably different I think I was embarrassed because the relationship I was like posting on social media about it So that immediately is embarrassing. (laughs) I mean, like it was embarrassing because I really believed that he wouldn't cheat on me. And so like publicly that was embarrassing. I think I was also embarrassed because I was with someone that you would expect to cheat. And I really tried to just convince myself he wouldn't. So I think in the bottom of my heart now, really, okay, let's just have a therapy session. I think I kind of knew he was always the type of person that would cheat, but I thought that I could handle the optics of it. Like no one was going to know. I'm the only person that told anyone that he cheated. Like he didn't want to tell anyone, but like, I was just so embarrassed that I believed that we could have made it and that like it actually was a thing. And then when he cheated, it was so clear to me, like, bitch, what? Like, you have never been actually comfortable with this man. You've never actually pictured a life other than forcing it and like having to make concessions for him and having to change yourself. Like I think a lot of times there's relationships in your life. Sorry, I'm going to be swerving all over this fucking episode. I barely remember the question. No, I do. How do I cope with being cheated on? But if you're in a relationship that you don't feel 100% like you can be yourself And that that person makes you feel not only comfortable, but safe and loved and makes you feel like you should be so in love with yourself because they make you feel so confident in who you are, independent of them, like you should be whole within yourself. But then to find someone that just loves you so much and is like there for you in the good and the bad is like you just feel fucking so much better when you're in this like type of healthy relationship and I now look back at my past relationships and I can recognize 
it's so wild to think about how insecure I felt in that relationship. And it's almost like in the moment, you don't even notice that you're insecure. Like you'll have these little moments, but you have to push it down because you have to survive. You, If you want to keep the relationship going, you can't think about that every day. So you almost become used to it. You almost become used to making little adjustments or maybe not saying certain things you would want to say because they're going to like shit talk you or or speak down to you or make fun of you or they're going to make you feel stupid or they're going to make you feel you know not enough and so there's like the all these things that like in the moment you don't realize is happening and so what I would say is how do you cope with being cheated on is to first acknowledge what the relationship was what was the relationship that you were in you know what I mean it's like A lot of times we focus on getting cheated on is such like an ego hit and it's so hurtful and it's such a violation of your trust and your time. And like, this is corny to say, but like the love that you were giving to that person, like you were so in it and you were committed and you were trying. And then I'm always like, I get the actual act feels so disgusting and hurtful, but pause for two seconds. What kind of relationship were you in? Because in a way, now that I've like looked back on those situations in my life, I'm like, I was like, I was cheating on myself and no shit. He was cheating on me. I wasn't, I wasn't being honest with myself that I was not being myself in that relationship. I was fully doing things to make it work rather than like, it should be fucking easy. I'm not saying every aspect of a relationship should be easy, but like when you find the right person And it actually should be the person you're with or it is a healthy relationship, even if you're not going to be together forever, you can feel it. And if you have any weird pit in your stomach during your relationship, that's the first fucking sign you shouldn't be in that relationship. I don't care how many times you can fight with someone like there's a difference where it's like we've got to work through shit as as a couple versus like, no, I like feel this is not something is wrong. If you have that weird gut feeling, if there was a fight, if there was a conversation and you're walking upstairs and you're like, oh my God, like I feel like ill, you are not in a good relationship. And I, it's so hard to like, even you can come up with like scenarios and I can sit here and be like, this means this, but like literally if your gut is fucking eating away at you during moments of your relationship, I look back and I'm like the amount of times I felt like ill when he was out with his friend or like sick to my stomach when he was like there's just certain things that you can be like yeah that's not normal everyone listening if you're sitting at home and you have that gut feeling more than once every two months I urge you guys to look inward because you deserve so much fucking better and so I think whenever I think about how to get cope with being cheated on It's really the first step is making yourself feel better of like, look at the relationship. Maybe it's like so fucking amazing that he cheated on you. Maybe you should be flying through the rooftop, flying, soaring through sky. (laughs) What? Going through the rooftops. We're crashing through the ceiling. You should be so fucking happy in a way because that person didn't respect you. If someone cheated on you, they do not respect you. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Well, they were drunk. Nope. Then if they can't control themselves when they're drunk, they don't respect you. Because if they know they can, they're capable of doing something like that and they loved you so much, then they wouldn't get put themselves in that situation. And it's like, well, they were having a bad day. (laughs) 
Bitch, have a bad fucking day somewhere else in some other fucking relationship because I deserve more. So you have to go through like sometimes being cheated on is the best fucking thing that could have ever happened to you because that gut feeling I was talking about, it's like you almost get so warped in your head of trying to appease yourself of like, okay, it's going to be fine. Like you calm yourself down and you try to find ways to move forward rather than actually acknowledging, wait, why do I have that sick feeling? And so we almost like completely flush down the bad feelings of like, why do I feel this way? And you just try to survive if you're in this type of relationship. And then all of a sudden, if they cheat, it's literally them taking the scissors and cutting the fucking string and setting you free. It's finally being like, I know you can't see it because you're so deep in this and you're trying to make it work and you're trying to do this, 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 and this. Let me show you how much I don't fucking respect you and care about you. I'm going to go fuck someone else. And as much as that hurts, don't get me wrong. Even when I said, I was like, oh God, like I feel hurt from that. Like I don't give a fuck about you. I'm going to put my dick in this girl's put. What the point is, is it's like daddy gang who gives a fuck, who gives a fuck you are going to find someone that respects you. And so coping with getting cheated on is really finding it within yourself to be like, what was I doing? And thank God I woke up from this. Thank God it was like a moment that gives you clarity to be like, I don't want to be with this person. We are like, I hate when I say this because it's the most corny thing and it's like the most oversaid thing, but it really is, is like, we are alive once. Why the fuck are we wasting our time with little bitch boys that are going to go cheat on us when you know your fucking worth? You know your if you're listening to this podcast and if you don't, you better fucking figure it out because you deserve so much better. And we have to sometimes go through these experiences like I'm actually so fucking happy I got cheated on. It is a celebration tonight, daddy gang. I'm so happy that I got cheated on, truly, because had I not, I may still have been in that relationship for more than a year. And I probably wouldn't have found what I wanted as soon as I did. And I wouldn't have found the self-worth and I wouldn't have started to advocate for myself and be like, I'm not going to take that shit anymore. I refuse to feel that feeling anymore. Like all of it at first, I was a disaster when I got cheated on. Let me be so clear. I, I don't think I've ever been lower. And I lightly told the story of like, It was heartbreaking because of how hard I worked to keep it alive even before the cheating. And I think a lot of people will probably relate to that. And that's where I said I was cheating on myself. Like, why was I working so fucking hard for a relationship? I was going to continue the statement, actually, period. Why was I working so hard for a relationship, period? (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't like you're, you're working for your boss and you're killing yourself so that you can get to the next, like, like no, this is supposed to be an equal partnership where this person makes you feel so good about yourself, where this person has you smiling every day, where this person is an added benefit to your life. This person brings nothing but happiness. Of course I get it. There's going to be the hard times, but it is like, whoa, if you really think about it, when you get cheated on, And I'm not saying, I mean, I could do the whole depressing version of this episode where it's like, it is so fucking awful. You feel so out of control of your life and the situation that you've been trying to keep together for so long. And even when people say they're blindsided, 
then you got to look inward. Truly, I believe like there had to have been signs. Again, maybe not every single one, but I think most of them, even I remember I had a friend that got cheated on and she said she was so blindsided and I had to look at her when she was ready. Obviously not like the night she came over crying that she got cheated on. But once she was ready, I said, can I be honest with you? You keep saying you were so surprised. The minute you told me I wasn't surprised. And she was like, what? And obviously this is like over a glass of wine, like almost a month later. And I was like, I was not surprised at all. And so I think for you, I want you as your friend to actually sit here with me and let's get fucking deep and we can cry or whatever. You're telling me you had no fucking idea. And she said to me, she was just like, no, you're right. The minute that I found out my stomach dropped because like I was so hurt, but I like I, I knew I knew that I knew I was going to feel that hurt because that statement, it was like, fuck, like everything in my gut that was kind of whispering at me. Like, I guess I did kind of know. Like, I, I don't know if that makes any fucking sense, but she's basically saying like, I didn't know until it happened. And then I looked back and if I really fucking opened my eyes, like I knew, I knew I didn't trust him because then you go through it. Why when they were out, let's say why when he was out, did you kind of like not be able to fully like pay attention to your TV show? You weren't really able to like have a good girls dinner while he was out with the guys. You weren't really able to feel fully comfortable when you were alone together, when you were trying to have like intimate conversations. You weren't able to fully be yourself when you were with him. You would tr- you would still run and try to put makeup on and do your hair like he didn't really know the real you, the person that can just be fully yourself, like get that fucking makeup off, come out of the shower looking busted as hell beautiful as hell and just be like I don't give a fuck that's my partner love me take me for as I am or get the fuck out of here you can't usually say all those things if you had a partner that cheated because they're not just physically cheating on you there is something in them that's not able to fully give whether it was emotional whether it was physical whatever the fuck it was like you have to just dig deep so I think You cope with being cheated on by thinking about how the fuck you're going to level up next time, how the fuck you're going to find someone that actually deserves you and you deserve them. And you're going to find yourself through the process of getting over that breakup, getting over that heartbreak of feeling so violated and so betrayed. It literally can bring you to your fucking knees when the person that you were intimate with, that you shared everything with that you told everything to that you let them be fucking inside of you all the time even if you didn't fucking want them in there like you're you shared shit with this person that you may never have had with anyone else and that is fucking heartbreaking because all of a sudden one day you wake up and they're fucking gone and you're supposed to just Forget all the good shit. Of course there's good shit. I don't care if you're in the worst relationship. There's always going to be a little good thing. And so it's really fucking hard to basically act like, okay, that person died. Now I have to just move on. And when you get cheated on, it's like resentment of like, fuck you. Fuck you. That you, you had to end it that way. Like I already poured so much of my fucking dignity into this relationship and you're the one that's going to cheat on me. Like, 
what the fuck? Like I should have cheated on you because you were so fucking not there or you were disrespectful or you were abusive or it was toxic or whatever the fuck it was. It's like there's this anger that comes. And then again, that embarrassment of like, they're not even embarrassed. Most of the time when someone cheats, like they're not embarrassed. They're sorry they got caught or they just like regret it because like whatever it is, but there's no like embarrassment for them. They can say they're embarrassed. They're fucking not compared to what you feel. It's like you were off having a great fuck while I was probably like showering and waiting for you to come home. Like what the fuck? It's so embarrassing because you were lied to and you were made to be like the next day potentially unless they came home immediately and told you where they were like you were probably going to dinners the next week and you were you know what I mean it's like fuck that it's so deceitful it's so fucking hurtful but again back to what I said daddy gang it's like I don't give a fuck if you get cheated on (laughs) this is actually here we go when you get cheated on you thank that motherfucker I'm dead fucking serious. I just was looking out the window and that is the first thing that came to my head and we're going to go with it. Actually think about it. When you get fucking cheated on, you thank that motherfucker. Thank you so much. I cannot wait to get out of this relationship and be in one that is respectful. Thank you so much. Goodbye. (laughs) And you're out. You don't need closure for someone that cheated on you. They were inside of someone. They don't respect you. They don't care about you. And people can combat me and be like, that's not true. Maybe, maybe what? I literally said in the earlier, I'm like, maybe they drank too much. I, I don't care how fucked up I am. If even if a guy looks hot at a bar, I'm in a committed relationship right now. And with my partner right now, I would never fucking cheat on him because I love him and I respect him. In previous relationships, I can't say the same. It's not that I was cheating, but I was absolutely more tempted and probably didn't have as much of a guilt feeling of the thoughts because it's like, I didn't actually respect them and I didn't actually see it long term. So then listen to my words. I didn't actually respect them because I didn't see it long term. So I wouldn't have felt as bad if I cheated. That's what's happening to you if you get cheated on. That's that person's mentality. I don't actually care or maybe they're like I really do care they don't actually care because they don't respect you if you don't respect someone you don't actually care about the relationship that you have with them and if it falls apart this episode is brought to you by skims a good bra is so hard to find. So just skip the headache and just check out Skims, okay? I am obsessed with the Skims Fits Everybody Push a Bra in onyx color, okay? Daddy gang, if you see me out and my tits are looking amazing, it's because I'm wearing that bra, okay? I am also obsessed with the wireless form t-shirt bra in clay. It's comfortable for everyday wear. I'm also obsessed with their shapewear and I'm obsessed with their t-shirts and their long sleeves and their thong, everything, They've got it all. So go shop Skims bras today at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from 30A to 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select call her daddy in the drop down menu that follows. This episode is brought to you by NARS Cosmetics. 
Reflect your radiance with a two-step routine of makeup skincare hybrid formulas. I am talking about NARS Light Reflecting Foundation and NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer. NARS Light Reflecting Foundation blurs imperfections and it enhances skin's natural luminosity. The NARS Radiant Creamy Concealer brightens and corrects all over, doesn't crease, and has 16-hour wear, comes in 30 shades. So daddy gang, shop now at NARSCosmetics.com. This episode is brought to you by Visible. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where things just aren't what they seem? Like, I don't know, a wireless company with hidden fees? Well, here's one company that's keeping it real, daddy gang. Are you ready? Switch to Visible, the wireless company with nothing to hide. Visible gives you one-line wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 per month, every month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Rate with service on the Visible plan for additional terms and network management practices. See Visible.com. So, Daddy Gang, how to cope with being cheated on is moving the fuck on And getting over the fact of whatever the good was in that relationship that you thought, you thought wrong. And that's okay. And that's that person's fucking loss. Because people that cheat truly are fucking disgusting. Like, honestly, I, that was why when I was in college, I was dating this guy And I kept just being like, but I'm not your girlfriend. Like, I'm not your girlfriend. And he would always be like, why? And I just never could give him an answer. And the truth behind it always was I always avoided labeling something with a guy because I didn't trust myself. But I'm also not going to, while I'm being an asshole, not making him my boyfriend, in a way I envisioned it as I was being respectful because I'm like, I'm not going to break this person's heart. If I go hook up with another person, I'm not going to feel guilty. And yet in a version that was like kind of unhealthy because like the guys were, it it was bad. But I can say to this day, I have never cheated on one of my partners. And I don't know if I like made up stories back in the early caller daddy days, but like, I think there's something sometimes incredible about realizing that Getting hurt by people is sometimes the best thing for you. Sometimes you really needed that fucking wake up call. Sometimes you needed that person to fuck you over that bad because sometimes you weren't going to be able to get out of it any other way because that's how fucking deep in it you were. And I don't think it's pathetic when people are like, how did she not see it? Fuck that shit. It's like you can get so wrapped up in a relationship. You can start making fucking green shit look pink like in your head. What the fuck does that mean? Here we go. We're getting high. You can just start to make shit look different in your head, especially when there's patterns, like especially when there's certain things going on, you can make that shit. You can turn, you can tell yourself a grand old story about, no, 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 I believe in though because of this. And the first day I realized the first day that you make that decision to make an excuse for your partner or the first day that you decide to be like, no, 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 I, I, I'm not seeing it right. Maybe it's this. Whenever you think that, That's the first fucking day that you start to lose yourself because I don't even care if you're being a crazy bitch. What I've learned in relationships now is now I would go up to my partner and be like, I know this may sound a little intense, but I need to be honest. I was really fucking jealous when you were talking to that person and I just need to let you know how I feel. 
instead of harnessing that weird energy of like, is he being shady? Is he not being shady? Like the minute that I started dating my boyfriend, that was just how I started to approach things only because, drum roll, only because of me having a really unhealthy relationship prior. I worked on myself and I took the time and it was so fucking awful in moments. I was like, I'm really bad at this. I hate this about myself. I don't like this about the relationship. But the minute that I actually started to reflect on like, what was my part in allowing it to get to the point of him cheating? It was that I stayed. (laughs) It was that I stayed through all the other bullshit of him. It wasn't just the cheating. There was so much more. There was so much more. And I'm like, how did it get to this point? Baby girl, it's like you got him in an unhealthy way. Like it started unhealthy. Like what the fuck did you expect? You should be pissed at yourself. You waited around that long. You should have been out. So I just encourage everyone to know like coping is starting to look inward on yourself. We can blame those motherfuckers all day. They're trash. They're fucking losers. We don't need them. The only thing you have control over is how the fuck are you about to move going forward? How are you going to be in that next relationship? Because we don't have time to keep making the same fucking mistakes. Like let's be smart daddy gang. How could you have seen better that you weren't being treated right? And I really do believe it goes back to that gut feeling of like, you fucking know, you fucking know. I just want everyone listening to realize that you shouldn't be embarrassed that you got cheated on. And it took me a really long time to realize that. And I'm not saying when you're in your room, you're not going to feel embarrassed initially. But I'm saying that like, You need to give yourself the grace and the time to get to the conclusion that you should not be fucking embarrassed and you should not feel ashamed that you got cheated on because it has nothing to do with you. If you continue to stay in something and the person keeps showing you who they are after like a blatant sign like that of cheating, then that is on you to decide your worth and what you want and what you want out of the relationship. But until that happens, I would say like, learn from it, learn the signs that you missed, learn what you didn't fucking see that kind of was pretty clear to all your friends. Look around. Did your friends know? Did your friends be like, wait, what are you talking about? I literally knew this was going to happen since day one. Like listen to people around you because we cannot fucking see that shit when we're in it daddy gang we can't I look back at my relationships and when my friends were like bitch what the fuck are you doing I was like I'm getting us fucking tickets to the game they're like oh yeah go ahead no fuck you but when I was with my friends every time after I gave myself a couple months to go through it then finally you're at fucking cocktails and your girlfriends are like bitch can we be real with you like he was blah 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 and that's then also on you for the next relationship listen to your fucking friends There's going to, if you're in like college and high school, there's going to be some motherfuckers that have like weird agendas. So just know your close friends that keep it real with you and have no fucking agenda other than they love you and they can fucking be there for you no matter what. They don't give a fuck. All they want you to do is be happy. Listen to those friends because they're seeing it clearly. We don't see it when we're changing, when all of a sudden we get in a relationship and it's healthy and fun and it's in the honeymoon stage. And then all of a sudden you're getting that gut feeling. He said some rude shit to you when you were drunk. You got in a screaming fight. He Like now this is the third time you've slept on his couch. And I'm saying this spaced out over months that like, oh, it was just one weekend this month that we got drunk and fought a lot. And then, then like you have to just start to look at 
the things that are happening are slow and gradual. And sometimes when we're so in it, we don't fucking see that. But to an outsider, your friend is literally like, I've been watching this for, it feels like 10 years because they're watching the everyday of you just slowly changing, but you're like intoxicated and you're in love and you're in the honeymoon stage. And so it feels like 24 hours to us almost. And then all of a sudden our friends are like, yeah, bitch, if you had listened to us when we told you, you know, you wouldn't have been in that situation. So coping is a motherfucker. It's not fun. I'm not saying you shouldn't ball your eyes out, listen to Taylor Swift, eat a lot of fucking food and do it for a couple weeks in a row if you want. But at some point you have to stop crying and feeling bad about it and bad for yourself and bad about the situation. And you need to be like, am I going to waste more time on this piece of fucking trash ass shit or, or am I going to get the fuck up, not waste another minute of my precious fucking life? And am I going to get back out there and am I going to start to work on my fucking self so I make goddamn sure I never meet another motherfucker like him and get into a relationship with him because I'm going to be so good on my own shit that I would not even be attracted to that fucking energy. Good night. Goodbye, motherfucker. Daddy gang, that is it for this week's mini episode. My show is about to be on in one fucking minute and I cannot miss it. I love you all. I will just say, let me know if you liked, uh, if you want multiple questions in a questions of the week or if you would just prefer the like kind of one question and a conversation about it I'm open to the fucking you know I'm open to the truth and I'm open to some suggestions baby so daddy gang I'm embarrassed to tell you what show I'm going to watch I'm going to watch the bachelor I know I know it fucking sucks but I will say you know (laughs) I like it a little bit. It's also like that brain dead show where you can like kind of pay in attention. It, I think it's about to be hometowns this week. So I'm a little excited to see what's about to happen. I love you guys so much. I've been going through a lot lately of change and a lot of just stuff I want to eventually talk about on the podcast. But I feel like I haven't really been able to connect with you guys. I haven't been doing as many solo episodes. I haven't been doing as many mini solo episodes. And that is my bread and butter. And I do miss this a lot. There's just been shit that has been kind of preventing me from doing that and just being in a space to like in my head podcast and talk. So trust me though, motherfuckers, I'm back and we're going to get fucking into it. So, um, I love you. Make sure I don't, oh my God. I felt like I was like back in the OG day of color daddy. I was like, make sure you subscribe and rate me five stars. Is it four stars? Five stars. I don't even, I think five stars, 10 stars, um, rate, leave a nice comment, you know, throw in a little gluck gluck 9,000 with a wink and I'll be looking for you. I love you all. I will see you fuckers next Wednesday. Goodbye. (laughs) 